Dear friends, it's incredible to think that in just a few hours we will Amir Hashem Bizocha to begin the beautiful Yom Tov of Purim. A Yom Tov that carries with it so much meaning and so many different messages. On one hand, of course, the dominant theme of Purim is the ability to see HaKadosh Baruch Hu in ordinary everyday life. The Megillah doesn't contain one explicit reference to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because the Megillah, unlike our other Yom Tovim, Purim, unlike our other Yom Tovim, is not a Yom Tov of supernatural miracles, but rather Purim is a celebration of the presence of the divine even in the ordinary or seemingly ordinary moments in life. You could read through the Megillah and see it as a fascinating story where everything worked out. The good guys win, the bad guys lose, but of course we know the backstory is the Ribbono Shal Olam orchestrating and choreographing each and every step of the way. As such, Purim is an incredible metaphor for life because more often than that, life is not filled with supernatural miracles, but nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is no less present in the everyday than he is in the supernatural moments of life. That's the message of Purim. But recently I came across something absolutely beautiful. The Sfarim bring down the following idea. To jump a little bit ahead. Jump a little bit ahead to Pesach. So we know, of course, not to get anyone nervous, but we know it comes to the Yom of Pesach. Pesach itself, or I should say, the, the Exodus narrative itself reaches its apex or pinnacle on the night of the Seder, Tesvav Nisan, well, Yud Dalid, 14th of Nisan going into Tesvav, with the last of the 10 plagues. Makas Bechoros. Makas Bechoros, the death of the firstborn. This was the last and final piece of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's campaign to bring Paro to his knees, to bring Egypt to his knees, and ultimately result in the salvation and emancipation of Kalal Yisrael. So the Svarim bring down an amazing idea. They say we know that the Makos followed a schedule. Each Makah, each plague lasted a week, and there was approximately three weeks in between each plague. Saiso brought down this incredible idea. If you do the math, so if it turns out that Makas Bechoros went ahead and went ahead and occurred on Yudalid going into Tesav, really the 15th, right? So if you back it up three weeks where nothing happened, and then the Makkah before, the Makkah before Makas Bechoros was Choshech, the plague of darkness. If you do the math, it turns out that when did the plague of darkness occur? Incredibly enough, it came out Yudalid into Tesvav Adar, the 14th into the 15th of Adar. That was the beginning of the Mak of Choshech, one month before Makas Bechoros. Remember Makas Bechoros, the 14th going into the 15th of Nisan. Makas Choshech, the plague of darkness, comes out the 14th going into the 15th of Adar. What's the 14th going into the 15th of Adar? It's incredible. The days of Purim. The 14th of Adar, of course, is when we observe Purim in unwalled cities. 15th of Adar is when we observe Purim in walled cities. So it turns out, right, the Svarim, turns out that the Mak of Choshech, the plague of darkness, fell out during the days, which would later on in our history become the Yom Tov of Purim. And the Svarim bring down what was unique, what, what, what was Makas Choshech? The Pasuk says something amazing. During the Makas Choshech, Lo Ra'u Ish Es Achiv. One person was unable to see the other. In other words, Makas Choshech wasn't just darkness. Makas Choshech was blinding darkness. Literally, one person was unable to see the other. What's the beauty of Parim? What do we read at the end of the Megillah? La Yehudim Haisa Ora V'Simcha. You see, the beauty of Parim, the message of Parim, is to combat the Choshech in life. So often in life, we go through life with this sense of darkness, this blinding darkness. Lo ro ish es achiv. 
I get so caught up in my own stuff. I get so caught up in my own life. I get so caught up in my circumstances that I don't see the people around me. And the people around me can be a lot of different groups. The people around me could be my community, could be my people. But sometimes the people around me could even be my wife. The people around me could be my children. Where I'm just so caught up in me that I don't see everything that's happening or that I don't realize this person needs help. This person needs a smile. This person needs a Shalom Aleichem. Sometimes we're so caught up in Choshech and Loro Ishes Achiv and comes the Amtav of Purim. And I say, what's the Avoda of Purim? Laihudim Haisa Ora V'Simcha. To dispel the darkness. To be able to see beyond myself. And to be able to see the other. And what happens when it's like Hudim or of Simcha? What happens when there's light? Suddenly, I'm able to reach out to the other. Suddenly, I'm able to connect to the other. Suddenly, I'm able to think about the other. Dear friends, it's not just a calendrical occurrence, right? It's not just a calendrical coincidence that the Makkah of Choshech fell out during the days of Purim. Because the entire avoda of Purim is for us to stop living lives of Loro Ish as Achiv and begin to live lives of Mishloach Manos Ish Ehu, Laihudim Haisa Ora Vesimcha, to use the light of the day to go ahead and dispel the darkness of egocentricity, of just focus on the self, to be able to see what's happening on the other, with the other. Haman, the way Haman sold us out to Achashverosh, what did he say? Yeshno am echad mefuzar umfurad bin am, there's this nation. And even though they're persecuted, and even though they're dispersed and scattered, they still don't get along with each other. They still don't care about each other. And our entire avod of promise to say to Haman, not only did you lose the battle, but you were fundamentally wrong. We love each other. We care about each other. We are here for each other. No, we will not live in a world of choshech, in a world of lo ro ishes re'ehu. I will not, sorry, lo ro ishes achiv. I will not live in that world where I don't see the other. I choose to live in a world of ayhudim haisa ora. I choose to live in a world of light. Because in a world of light, mishloach manos ishtere'ehu we care for each other. Friends, this is our sacred avoda of Purim. To show the world and to show ourselves that we are truly an Ish Echad Belev Echad, a unified nation. So, Misyam Tevav Parim, make sure to reach out to someone. Don't live life in a bubble of darkness. Don't just give Shalach Manas to your friends, to your acquaintances, to your social group. Go out of your way and establish bonds, establish relationships. Spend a little less on Shalach Manas and a little bit more matanos levyonim. Recognize that there are those within our midst who are not as fortunate. Roll up your sleeves and do something to take care of your brother, to take care of your sister. Let's be there for each other. Thousands of years ago, these dates, the 14th and 15th of Adar, was the beginning of Choshech, the Makkah of Choshech, the ninth plague. Lo ro, lo ro, sorry, lo a person cannot see his brother. We have the clock to transform those days of Choshech into days of Laihudim Haisa Ora Vesimcha. Mishloach Manos Ishre Matanos Levion. Maybe Bizocha. To do this. And the light that we're able to generate on this day will be Zocha to the greatest light of all. 
the light of Moshiach Mihira Amenu. Amen. Wishing everyone a meaningful time in Esther and a Mirat Hashem Afrei Lechem Parim.